Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Climate change. Now, I don't want to talk about climate change per se, because I think that's quite a boring conversation for most people. But I think what's not a boring conversation is the fact that children are now taking a day off school again on Friday. This is not the first time they've done this, by the way. They've had it done numerous times. Um, but um, and I'm looking here. This is of Climate for the Future. This is uh, the, the young people, you know, obviously taking these Fridays off because Greta started the ball rolling on this whole thing, didn't she? Uh, Greta Thunberg, the 18-year-old, who's now 18, was 16 at the time, who's now 18 or 19, isn't she? And of course, you know, she's listened to by so many people around the world. And let's be clear about it. She doesn't know everything about everything. She still started this off when she was a child. Uh, It says on their website, We strike because we have no choice. We are fighting for our future and for our children's future. We strike because there is still time to change. But time is of the essence. The sooner we act, the better our shared future will be. So this is what they want. This is their list of demands for the protest. And by the way, they do support what they call um, civil disobedience. But anyway, um, the earth is already warming. In the 2015 Paris Agreement, countries undertook to pursue ambitious efforts to limit global temperature increases to well below two degrees. So they want to limit the long-term temperature to an increase of only 1.5 degrees, which is probably not achievable, by the way, the way the planet works. But however, achieving this target, says the IPCC, will mean fewer climate-related risks for natural and human systems uh, than warming of two degrees Celsius. They want the promise of net zero as soon as possible. 2050 is not even good enough for them. They want a reduction of red meat production. Mind you, they're possibly the biggest consumers of fast food meats, but however, uh, this is, I'm talking about the young generation. Uh, they want uh, the reduction in fossil fuels. Again, this is coming from a generation who will, I suppose, be the first to have a car at their age because young people are having more cars now than we ever had. They want a reduction in industrial pollutants, from a generation again who are the biggest consumers of disposable goods. Very quite interesting is that they want all these things, but however, they want them and I don't think they want to suffer because of them. Uh, collective action, they say, helps us cope with climate anxiety and worry. I don't know if your child, has your child got, you know, I'm talking when I say child, you're kind of 13 to 18 year old because they're the ones that are going to be striking or fighting primarily. Do they have climate anxiety and worry? Is your, are your children running around the house panicking because the world's going to end? Striking together brings us hope, they say, and it really does lead to direct change. We learned uh, this much in the history classes you say uh, we should be in. Fridays for the future is powerful. This is a better life on the other side of the crisis. Ironically enough, the Irish website for Climate for the Future, whatever they call it, or Fridays for the Future, is down at the moment, and the spelling is all wrong on it. Anyway, look, I believe they have good intentions and I also encourage children's contributions to the world. And absolutely I do. I don't believe in that old saying, children should never be or should be seen and never heard. That's a very old statement. I don't think it was ever meant literally, by the way. Um, but I do believe it was meant in the, in the sense that children maybe are not mature enough to make serious decisions about their future. And that's probably still true to some degree. But let's be clear, they are children. And as much as very many of them are very intelligent, they are easily led by narratives. And they're not mature enough to understand how narratives actually work and how their views on life will change as they get older, as they change, you know. So many, 
you know, are just joining for a day off school, really, aren't they? And really believe that, I mean, and I really believe young people's education has been damaged so badly because of COVID that this is unnecessary and a waste of time. And finally, maybe climate is the last thing on people's minds right now. With the end of COVID and the economy damaged so badly and now millions of people being displaced, displaced, not just in the Ukraine, by the way, but of course the Ukraine, but worldwide in other humanitarian crisis. And yet we have people out on the streets, you know, protesting for climate change and things that are probably impossible to achieve. But will you be encouraging your child to get involved in this protest on Friday? Because let's be clear about it. You know, there's such hypocrisy around this. You know, I, I in the last protest, I remember talking to a parent who was encouraging their children, but yet she was going to drive them to the protest in her SUV. <laughs> like, if that's not hypocrisy, what is? Do you know what I mean? Use public transport, really. Walk, walk, jog, cycle, if you really believe in climate change, if you really want to sacrifice. Will you be encouraging your child to take the day off school on Friday? And from what I witnessed in the last protest, school protest, the majority weren't even at the protest. They were just in town for the crack. It's a day off school. I think their education has been damaged enough, but that's entirely up to you. I don't know. Maybe you believe in it. Maybe you think your children are serious about it. Maybe you think your children have anxiety because of climate change. I don't know. But will you be encouraging your children? Are your children thought about this in school even? I don't know if they're being thought about it in school. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Are your children being thought about this in school? And will you encourage them or will you support them when they tell you, this week, I'm taking Friday off school to go and protest, ma'am? Dad? Will you be encouraging them? Or will you be saying, no, get your school books, put them on your back, and get into school, you gobshite? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Jay, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Jay? Afternoon, Af- done. Good afternoon to you. Now, you know, I mean, look, I'm, I'm just going to give people a list of where these protests are on. It's Dublin, Merrion Square, 1 o'clock on March the 25th. Galway, 130 Air Square, Galway. Uh, Sligo, marching from Dorley Park to Town Hall. And um, where else have we got here? Cork, rally at 12pm, Grand Parade Summit at 1 o'clock. And it goes on and on the list of Derry, Belfast, Donegal, and all the other places that people don't listen to us in. So... <laughs> Um, will you be encouraging them, Jay? You've got lots of no, them. I won't be. I won't be. They won't be taking part in any of that. They'll be in school, hopefully, and hopefully they'll be educated enough that they can start inventing stuff that we don't have to rely on fossil fuels. Mm. Here's what I'll take all the phones off them for one week, tell them we can't charge them because we need to save on energy, turn off the lights, turn off their instant hot water, their instant heat, their instant TV and the laptops, and say this is what life is like without burning fossil fuels because that's how we get electricity at the moment. So, moment, so essentially what you're life. saying is when it comes to reducing our carbon Bring them back to the Stone food, Age and tell them. Bring them back <laughs> to the Stone Age and say this is what it's going to be like if you listen to these fruitcakes telling you that the world's going to end in eight years' time. Well, the world is not going to end in eight years' well, time. It well, and if it does, it'll be for other reasons, not for this. Years, it was ten years and that was two years ago. I'm going on, I'm going on our, our saviour, oh, yeah. yeah. Lord Greta's age now. And... Uh, and what was it? Within 10 years' time, the world's going to be in- inhabitable unless we turn this around. So now we're down to eight years. But guess what? They're still building beachfront properties. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if we're all going to be underwater, how come we're still able to buy houses out there? 
It was, quite, all, it, it, it was quite ironic, by the way, that Barack Obama was one of the biggest supporters of this. And Barack Obama just bought himself there recently, a nice big exactly. beachfront property in an area where he claimed the water level was rising. But that's a whole other argument. There's a yeah. lot of hypocrisy in this. So the point right. you're making is when it comes to reducing the carbon footprint, young people are falling short, essentially. You're saying they're buying the cheap clothes and pennies. They use Uber rather than yeah. take buses. But they have fast food sent by Deliveroo. Yeah. They're listening to the nonsense, okay? That's what they're doing. There's think tanks out there being paid millions and millions, as we all know it. But if, I mean, like, you could get 10 scientists to line up and say there's no such thing as climate change. You could get 10 scientists to line up and say the world's going to end in five years because of climate change. It depends on who's paying the most amount of money. But okay, but okay let, let, me, let me take up for them a little bit here, okay? You know, we have argued for years you know, that children should be taken more seriously because, after all, the world is their future, not ours. Uh, you know, I'm only around for another 30 years or so and so are you, probably Jay, 40 years or whatever it is, right? So it's not our future, it's their future. Well, and, it that, and that they should have an input into that. Yeah, when they're old enough and they pay the taxes and they make the decisions, then have their input. But, but, but for now, it's our world. We're the ones doing it. We're the ones paying the, the, the bills. We're the ones who have invented all these bloody things that we wish we never, we never had of, the mobile phones and social media. Take them away from that for a, for a week. Say, well, without fossil fuels at the moment, we can't afford to charge your phone. We can't afford to uh, turn on that TV and you can't have that instant hot water. And let's see how many of them after a week We'll, we'll be marching down to the flicking coal stations and 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 throwing the coal in themselves to get the electricity. Okay, so you're you're still sticking with the point. You believe they're a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, I, I suppose this generation are the biggest consumers of electricity. Yes, this generation and are waste. also absolutely they support disposable fashion, of course, more than any other generation. They never walk anywhere. No, and everything's instant. I mean, everything has to be instant now on a thing in front of me. They don't even sit down to family dinners anymore. It's deliveries, it's take it's deliveries, it's takeaways, it's get it delivered to your door as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. Come on, when was the last time anybody made a good bleed coddle in this? Well, are you, I mean, are you willing, <laughs> well, as, as, as I don't know what age you are, Jay, what age you are you I'm, I'm in the late 40s. Okay, are you willing to sacrifice any part of your life no. for net zero 2050 is what they talk no. about, although these ones... We'll never have net zero. No, we won't. How no, are we going to live with net zero? We're always going to admit something. And now, we're coming to a stage now where the diesel engines are getting so clean now, it's not even funny. You know what I mean? They, they, they partly admit nothing now. Like, yeah, we were we had 100 years or so of where it was mad, intense, industrial. But look how things have changed. And machines are getting better. Stuff is getting better. You know, and the next generation are the, are the ones with a few more brain cells that will fix it a bit better. And the generation after that. And in another 150 years' time, please God, it will be back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking here. Well, let me just go to Brian as well. Stay there, Jay. Brian, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Brian? How's it going, Niall? How are you? Good. Will you be encouraging children to take the day off school on Friday? No, no, I'd be totally against them taking the day off school. I'd be more interested in the, 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 them protesting to get nuclear energy into the country. Well, the just, which is, which is cheap yeah, and it's cheap as well. And yeah, and if it would, you could power the entire country with a few nuclear stations and you wouldn't have to worry about, like, say, these windmill farms up in Derry, Brian, and Galway. Mm. They all seem to be turned off for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't, uh, I don't have as much faith in wind power as Eamon Ryan does, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Tidal yeah, waves. Noel, Noel, don't forget the tidal. Oh, the tidal waves, yeah. The waves, the tidal the waves. waves yeah. A few nuclear stations in the country would be mighty. Well, f- well, France, I believe, operates mainly on nuclear power anyway, so, I mean, they, they yeah. do quite well out of it, you know. Yeah, it's like we, we should be putting, we should be like, the, I, I think this kind of green lobby and all this kind of stuff 
in the last few years has just kind of gone nuclear energy bad. And nuclear energy isn't that bad. Well, I suppose people always see the risk. They think, yeah, but I I know it's a lot safer now than it was many, many years ago, but people still, the word Chernobyl is on people's minds quite a lot, isn't it? (laughs) You yeah, know. But where was that? Where was that? Iodine tablets. In don't world. forget the tablets. In the old, in the in the old, in the iodine tablets. What were the? Uh, what was that? Oh, that was because of Sellafield, wasn't it? Yeah, Sellafield. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were going to blow us up. Remember? But yeah, they, 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 those nuclear stations, Fukushima and Chernobyl, they were built in the communist countries, the likes of China and the likes of the old USSR, where there was no health and safety. Mm. The technology for those types of um, fuels have come on leaps and bounds. Why aren't, like, we should be pushing for stuff like that. At the moment, that is our best um, form of energy. Now, and I totally agree with your other caller there in that, like, the world runs on fossil fuels. You get rid of them. At the moment, it does. At the moment, yeah. At at the moment, it does, yeah. And put the energy into um, research and better ways of getting energy. But at the moment, we're just going, all right, wind and solar. Mm -hmm. And that's not the answer. That's not the answer, especially in Ireland. No, solar energy in Ireland is <laughs> so, quite depressing to be honest. Yeah, I, I spoke to somebody recently who got solar panels, and he gave me the whole breakdown of how much money he'll save over the next fifteen years, and how much it's cost him over the next fifteen years. And he's not going to make anything or save anything to be honest with you, because it costs him so much to get the Jays' things in. And and like he doesn't get much out, particularly in the winter months, obviously, because there isn't much daylight. Yeah, no, no, there is- there you wouldn't boil a kettle on it, Niall. Well, during the winter, maybe not. But during the summer, yeah, there's an advantage to it. But yeah, but there is newer, there, there's newer solar panels out there. These new solar PV panels, they, they work in ambient light. And I will say, from what I'm reading on the internet and what I can, with the little bit of research I've done, I'm waiting for a fella to call out to the house to give me a, the whole rundown on it. But they seem to be a lot better as they work in ambient light. Yeah, they work still, in daylight. Once you have daylight, of yeah. course, yeah. Um, but, but still, they're not going to, they're not going to charge the country like and maybe, maybe by the way, next winter we'll have an extra hour of daylight if we actually get around to the plan of getting rid of daylight saving. To remind people, by the way, the clocks go forward this weekend. There was a plan. I don't know what happened to it. Two years ago, we were meant to get rid of daylight saving. Uh, it was meant to go. Now, when they do get rid of it, they'll get rid of the winter change, not the summer one. Obviously, that'll stay the same. So we'll have an extra hour of daylight during the winter. Yeah, but, like, come on. <laughs> I, I do agree, get rid of daylight saving. That's, it's pointless, that's really. Do, do you point, know, by the way, point. do you know, the, what was the origins of daylight saving? It was to give the farmers... It was for ha- farmers. It was to harvest them for kids. The harvest for kids to have, yeah, an extra hour off school in the morning so they can help their dads on the farm. Well, that was the whole idea, wasn't yeah, it? Was, yeah. That depends on what country you talk to about that because every everyone from different countries, they all say it's a different thing. In Ireland, it's the farmers. In, in I think it was Australia, it was some botanist... Um, that was uh, Scotland was for the school kids that somebody said yeah, so <laughs> it was brighter no it was just so it was brighter in the winter mornings for them walking to school <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't no. walk to school anymore Jay we've just discussed that okay no they don't <laughs> okay but I mean well, let's be clear about it Brian because I want to be fair then you know I don't want to go back to you know the days of children should be seen and not heard and they should be heard and they should be contributors sure. to the future yeah. but in, but in saying that are they mature enough to be making decisions are, I, I mean should we be really listening to it as 18, well she's 18 or 19 now Greta she was 16 but she was essentially running the world and telling everybody what they should and shouldn't be doing two years ago I mean is it really right to be listening to children when it comes to that? No because I I, I think um, a lot of children would be kind of more inward focused and they they say oh we're very interested in in fairness and equality and Mm -hmm. um, the climate change and stuff like that but when it comes down to it they are not they're way more now you okay don't get me wrong you will have you will have the small minority of them that are that are deeply involved in it and care care greatly, but the majority of them are, it's just 
Uh, yeah, we'll yeah, well, I, but next week something else will come along. Yeah, I'll be happy to give some airtime to anybody, even if you're under the age of 18, by the way. If you want to come on the air and tell us a reason why you want to protest on Friday or what benefit you think it'll have, particularly at the moment when we've just come out of a really bad economic, economic situation of COVID and we're going into another bad one uh, with the situation in the Ukraine and how much money that's going to cost Ireland and many other countries around the world. Although I'm not saying the cost is essential and important when we're talking about saving lives, absolutely. But in saying that, you know, this is probably the last thing on our mind at the moment. Uh, but and, and yeah, so I, go. Do think that, I do seem to think that people go, oh, um, it's the chi- and we're believing the planet to the children. It's not, we, a lot of us do have children. We care greatly about what we're leaving to our children. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to be realistic about these things as well. Like, you're not we need a planet to live online living. as well. Sorry. Yeah, Just exactly. in our twilight years. Mm. Dead right. You know what I mean? Like, we do, like, I care greatly about the planet. I care, care greatly about my children and what I'm leaving for them. You know but I mean? are you willing to change your way of life? And this sort of comes down to Brian, I said to Jay. When they talk about climate change, they talk about a reduction in, in emissions. They talk about, you know, uh, 2050, which is net zero, right? So they talk yeah. about less air travel. They talk about, you know, everybody obviously driving even electric cars or hydro cars by the time we get to 2050, maybe, mm-hmm. which are water-based cars. Um, are you willing to change your life? You no, know, I, I, I eat less red car. meat, all that kind of stuff. I drive, I drive a fully electric car. Well, good, good ma'am. Since 2017. We recycle everything at home. We, yeah, but you can obviously afford, well, with, with respect, you can obviously afford one. Well, we, well, at the time I bought it because it stuff was getting so expensive and I bought the car really cheap at the time. I bought it second-hand at the time and it was extremely what, cheap. What's, what sort of electric car is it, Brian? Sorry. It was, it was a, uh, a Nissan Leaf and it's got the old 24-kilowatt battery. So Sorry, no, we're cutting across here. Um, it's the problem getting rid of these electric cars when they pass a sell-by date. That's where the, these eco-friendly people don't realise. What are they going to do with all these batteries when they're gone? It's more expensive <laughs> to get rid of them than it is to really make them. And, and to make them the rare yeah. rare minerals. It's like I do, I do. We do all that. You know what I mean. We don't go on many foreign holidays. The last time I was out of the country was, geez, was my was a christening that uh, three years ago was the last time I. Yeah, was but I think that was for most people because of COVID. Twelve <laughs> years ago for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, twelve years ago, Jay. And I sold me car. I don't have a car anymore. <laughs> I'd like to buy an electric car. I really would because I I, I love the. I got a loan of a Tesla there for a week, and I love the the, the new BMW. The electric ones look beautiful, right? But the price of them, Brian, they're just yeah. so expensive. Now I understand there's a massive saving, obviously, but it's just the, it, when at the week that I had the Model uh, Three uh, Tesla, it was that fear of running out of power all the time, and where the hell am I going to charge it up? That goes after a while, I'll be honest. That goes, the that fear. Goes very quickly. The fear. After, after about two or three days, you, you realise how far it can go and you go, you, you, it just, it does go, it goes very quickly. Well, I know your leaf doesn't go too far, but I know the, the Tesla, for example, does, it does, I think, 428 kilometres. Yeah. yeah. Well, stay, stay there. Let me just go to Simon. Simon, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Simon? Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Good. You have a cat, Simon. Cat? Yeah. No, I got fish. Okay, no, because there's a great, very famous person who has Simon's cat. Have you ever heard of that? I just... <laughs> no, we've got a fish duck. So. <laughs> a fish, the cat will eat it. Anyway, Simon, <laughs> do you support or encourage children to take the day off school on Friday? Yes, and send them with in the bus, send them, pack them, pack the, sorry, pack the bus with them, give them a shuffle, send them to the Midlands and plant the trees. <laughs> All right. How about that? How yeah. about that? Or walk <laughs> to the school instead of being driven by parents. And okay. do something instead of shouting and, I don't know, virtue signaling. 
So you, so you think this is just virtue signaling? This is, this is virtue signaling, basically. That's what it is. Okay, so if you want to do something productive and good for the climate, pack them all onto a bus, send them out into the Midlands and they can plant yes. a few trees. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but the about it, own yeah. a lot of land, why not? Hmm. Why, why not? Just let the nature do the job, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and simple, are, do you, by the way, are you agreeing with Brian and Jay who think they're basically hypocrites? Technically, yeah, because that's a social media influence under the banner of Mighty Greta, how dare you, Thunberg? <laughs> yeah? Greta, how is. dare you, Thunberg? Oh, yeah, that's, that's mm. what it is. Okay, and you think it'll damage... It, it, I mean, in all fairness and in all seriousness, seriousness, they have lost quite a bit of their education over the last two years with COVID. And I think taking more days off is probably not the right thing to be doing at the moment. Oh, that's absolutely horrible. That's mm. absolutely devastating. Yeah. I'll give you, give you a small example, okay? Remember uh, probably a year or two ago, uh, plastic straws for the drinks. Yes. Oh, my God, they killed so many of these poor little turtles, right? Yeah. So we banned it. Now we've got the paper one. And guess what we're doing with the paper cups? You, you think you can recycle that house paper, house plastic? Mm-hmm. You, think, you think it's possible? No. But, no. So that's again, well, unless we bird, said well, they, they have to, they have to be sent to China to be recycled. Oh, they, they, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they they don't do that anymore. They, well, they used to ship everything over to China to be recycled, yeah, yeah, didn't but, they? Yeah, probably, but not as much as used to be. Mm-hmm. So landfill, landfill, landfill. And here's here's the whole thing about that: sending stuff to China to be recycled. I know they don't do it as much as they used to. The cost and the environmental damage, if you really want to go down the carbon footprint route, of, you know, a large ship going from here to China to bring stuff to be recycled doesn't make any sense, to be honest with you. Just imagine how much uh, crude oil, because the big ships, they they, they burn the crude oil, they don't burn the diesel or kerosene. How much that that bloody stuff is burned by just one container ship, which is probably can take like 10, 15,000 containers. Just imagine that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Look, I, I, I see a lot of, I, I think you're all probably on the money here and 100% right. There's a huge, a huge amount, thank you very much indeed, lads. There's a huge amount of hypocrisy in this uh, particular March on Friday, particularly when it comes to young people. And by the way, I will give any young person who wants to come on the air and talk to us about it and give us a reason. I will, I will give you the airtime. You're quite entitled to come on. Um, all you've got to do is either ring the number 0818-942-105 or you can text 0871-888-0008. But, Look, you know, when we think about young people, they support cheap labour. They're the biggest consumers of disposable fashions like pennies and stuff like that. They use more electricity than any other generation because they've got more gadgets. Uh, they support, obviously, cheap labour because all those mobile phones they have are made with cheap labour. And also they, they support international travel more than any other generation ever has. I'm sure they're all not willing to give up their holidays or their cars or whatever it happens to be. But yet they'll be out there marching and demanding everybody else does it. Can I mention, by the way, speaking of careers and jobs, Jobs Expo Dublin is on on Saturday, March the 26th. This Saturday, by the way where you can meet Ireland's leading employers at Croke Park. So if you are thinking of changing your career, or you want a new career, or you want to skill up a little bit or change, all these employers will be in Crow Park offering jobs to people. So, I mean, you can kind of get an insight in what they're looking for. So head along. It's free of charge, provided you have a ticket, and the tickets are free. And all you've got to do is go to jobsexpo.ie. That's jobsexpo.ie. So if you're looking to change careers, a new career, maybe you're unemployed, you're just looking for a job, you can go to Crow Park on Saturday, March 26th, this Saturday, and get your ticket on jobsexpo.ie. After the break, by the way, 
I will be talking about something else as well, but I will take your calls as well on climate change if you want. Welcome back on this wonderful sunny day. It's nice to see the sun shining. Uh, Magic, how are you doing? You're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? I'm very good. How are you, Niall? Good. Magic, now, do you think it's a good idea? Would you encourage children to get out there and be supporting climate change on Friday and taking a day off school? Well, not really. Not for the climate change. Like, I text. I texted before that I'd rather see all the kids going on some kind of protest against the war in Ukraine, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, and I, don't, I know that it's not a, your topic, but I'd rather see that kids on the streets, you know? It would be more relevant, in other words, yes. Uh, Jesus, that w- wouldn't be that great noise if the, the, like, the whole island will be organized one day off for the kids and they will go out on the streets and show the solidarity and support for the Ukraine people. Wouldn't mm. be that great. But I think it would be certainly more beneficial than yeah. than going out and taking a day off school for something that most people believe they're hypocritical over in the first place. Yeah, you that's know? what I think as well, yeah. Exactly. And, and I think probably at this moment in time, with our economy devastated because of COVID, and obviously now yeah. devastated again because of what's happening in Ukraine, and devastated exactly. because of the humanitarian crisis in the Ukraine, yeah. at the moment, I think there's more important things to be worrying about. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, like, I originally from Poland, so, like, in Poland, there is already over two millions of emigrants from the Ukraine, you know? Mm-hmm. So there is a... Like, that must be very difficult of- for the Polish government at the moment. <coughs> um, and, is, I'm, like, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I understand people have to go somewhere. Uh, and a lot of those yeah. people may go from Poland to other European countries now that they have that opportunity to do so. But it must be a very difficult task for the Polish government to deal with. Well, it is because uh, probably a big expense, extra expense for the country, you know. But I mean, like they, they, they brilliant, you know. They mm. do, they do everything for the Ukraine's people. What they can do, you know, accommodation. They give us, they give them a free SIM card for the phones, you know. They give them a free ride from town to town. So they're they're brilliant over there, you know. Mm. Yeah. And have you been back there recently, Magic? No, I didn't been back in Poland for a couple of years, you know. So okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you miss it? Well, I do, I do, I do, I do. Mm. I, very, I miss my country, you know, but uh, I have, like, uh, many, many years ago, so I, I've lost my mom. <coughs> I'm sorry to hear so that. So, it's, uh, uh, and only my father left in Poland, so mm. when, my, when, when my mom was alive, they were in Ireland, like, every year for Christmas, but my father isn't really a, a guy who wants to travel, you know, he's okay. more like a home guy, so, okay. so he's in Poland, so yeah. Okay, okay. And have you have you got other family back home? Cousins, friends, family? I suppose you do. Yeah. Uh, I have, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have my cousins. I have my friends as, as well in Poland. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like, what? Oh, and oh, I'm oh, just I'm just curious now. You got me curious. What keeps you here, Magic? Anyway, is it is it just the lifestyle? Is Ireland? Is it a better place to live than Poland? Or is well, I, well, I left Poland many many years ago, since 2004. So I have been in Ireland for the last so many years. Mm. So this, uh, like Ireland, become my second home country, you know. Mm. At yeah. this point, yeah. but I left only. Yeah, the one reason I left the country was the money that day, you know. Of course, I, yeah, yeah. Just a better, you know, like a opportunity for me to make money and have a better, a better life, life. For my family, better life. You know? Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, Magic, I don't disagree with you. I think if they are going to take a day off work and waste their education on Friday, I think they could be supporting better things. And Ukraine is certainly a better thing to be supporting this coming Friday in light of what's happening across uh, the world. Listen, thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for going on. No problem, of course. Great. Great show. Thanks, sir. See you. Bye, okay. Magic. Uh, all right. Now, I want to uh, look again... If I will give the opportunity, if anybody, because I obviously want to be balanced, if there is anybody at all 
who disagrees and think it's a wonderful idea for the kids to go out there and protest against climate change on Friday, you're quite welcome to do that. Uh, I'll give you the time to come on the air. Uh, but so far, nobody believes it's a good idea. I can't get anybody, even in my Twitter, pro, uh, Twitter poll there I put up, everybody saying no. Absolutely not. It's a waste of time. I mean, they've already had their education damaged enough. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.